0: Lock Talk Radio. This is an Awakening Zone presentation Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the Twenty First Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caregivers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience yet are also present with an expansive awareness that is beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of who these children are and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 20-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you you will receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at suziemiller.com forward slash registerkids. Again, that's suziemiller.com forward slash kids Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on that list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 392 children registered for these episodes. For those of you who have questions about your children, please join me in the Awakening Zone chat room where I will be available for about 30 minutes right after this episode. So welcome everybody um, today I want to talk about um, a couple di- a couple different things um, I want to talk about the energy of awareness that is available right now. I also want to speak a little bit about the role that you all are playing not only in that awareness but in the spreading of that awareness um, I was thinking i I was just in Boulder, Colorado, doing an interview um with Regina Meredith on guy TV, and we had a lovely interaction, a lovely dialogue and What was very interesting to me is you know telling the stories about the kids again, talking about the integration process and and the the vantage point that your children have in the world, which is a very multidimensional vantage point, but also, you know, in reflecting on how some of these children have really created the full embodiment for themselves, have come fully into um, what I would consider um, their integration, full expression of themselves in the physical body I came home with the question once again that, you know, what does it actually take? What does what does it take for that to happen? Um and what does it take for that to happen on a really kind of global kind of level? And the part that was most interesting for me um in having questioning that again, you know, having seen it time and time again with individual children and creating a show like this, which is very much dedicated to supporting that integration as well as your own awareness um, as far as that process is concerned, it was interesting to even ask the question, and and what is integration? What does that look like? Um, what does that entail? Um, And what does it entail so that it takes place on really a grand scale? And the first thing that came forth from that, you know, is that quote, that Albert Einstein quote, you know, you can't solve a problem from the place that it was created. And I've heard that quote a lot of different times, but this time I heard it differently because in the quote itself, you can't solve the problem from the place that it was created indicates that there is a quote-unquote problem in the first place. And so um, information like this shows like this that kind of expand our awareness of where there is not a problem. You know, where, where are your children functioning just fine? Where are they present and accounted for? Where are they doing their work in the world um with such precision um and such clarity and from that vantage point there is no problem and yet there is or at least up until this time in history there's been a gap between the ability to see that space where there is no problem and the actual physical day-in, day-out experiences of, you know, educators, physicians, you know, behaviors, the different things that take place in the very real physical environment. And so what it took me right back to is, number one, you know, how important information can actually be. And how important information can be, especially when it expands our consciousness, especially when it creates a level of curiosity within us that may not have been present before. You know, it is is the human condition or has been the human condition to be so programmed to view the world through physical and mental eyes that even when we have the kind of expanded awareness that we have, that you all listening to this kind of show have, there are still those days where that challenge of seeing beyond what is physical, seeing beyond what is um, mental or our mental processing can be a real challenge. And yet something is happening right now. Something's happening in the much bigger picture that I believe is going to make your efforts um as parents, professionals, you know um educators, guardians of these individuals, I get the sense that we're coming right upon a platform where all of your pioneering kind of work, the way that you've seen your children as different um and and been willing to see some of the um the grace that they bring to this life experience versus the kind of quote unquote disorder that has been seen by the general population i get the sense that you are getting ready to be um alleviated i there's a there's a lifting of the energy so that you know just as consciousness becomes more and more aware that we you know as a humanity that we are not simply human beings that we are divine beings having a human experience and that that divinity is very much being integrated at this point that's that shift in consciousness that's taking place and as we truly begin to understand that for ourselves we also begin to Um, you know, see these children differently. It is who they are. And yet, you know, we can't see something, we can't see in a way that we've not yet seen ourselves. But here we are at this time in history where the collective consciousness is beginning to really awaken to themselves. And so in that awakening, all of a sudden we have all of this um, curiosity We have all of this maybe maybe what if, maybe our vantage point has not been accurate, um, maybe there's more. All of those kinds of things are really coming to the surface and not just within those who have had a more metaphysical kind of um, bent to them. But now all of a sudden we have all kinds of people asking questions, so I, um, I Googled last night, I Googled autism and um, higher consciousness, just putting those two words together. And what was amazing to me is there was a plethora of information, and very much and very often from individuals who are diagnosed with autism or other energetic sensitivities themselves, talking about what they know to be true, and about their multidimensionality and the vantage point of this higher consciousness attempting to be integrated into physical form, into their, you know, um, into their human experience, and also the challenges that go with that. And yet here's this plethora of information and opportunities available for people to read this, you know, Google, you know, shows like this, you know, various interviews, people are talking about it in different ways. And what was fascinating to me too is, you know, so often we look at the we look at the general population, we look at media or those kinds of things. And if you looked at it from that vantage point, you would still say, mm, maybe maybe things aren't changing as quickly as they could, or maybe this or maybe that. But when you look underneath the structures, when you look underneath the structure of education, the structure of how we're fed various pieces of information through the media, those kinds of things, what I'm really noticing is just this uprising within the individual themselves, each system seems to very much be falling away, and yet each individual within that system is kind of really rising to the forefront at this stage, and their awareness is beginning to matter within the collective consciousness. So it's that one teacher um, within the education system who's kind of, you know, the odd one out, or it's the one parent at that autism conference that may be saying, you know, seeing their child from this vantage point versus a more typical vantage point, all of a sudden those those individuals, that that interweaving, that webbing that takes place within our consciousness, within the oneness that we are, all of a sudden, even I would say within the last week or so, that, that webbing is becoming um, very solid. You all are making this matter. And when I say you're making it matter, you're literally bringing it into consciousness. You're manifesting a reality um, both for yourselves and for your children that didn't exist just a very short while ago. And it takes me right back to just how important information is, and we all know, and we've all had experiences where you provide pieces of information that you feel don't get heard, you feel don't get received in the way that you know you would love for them to be received. Um, and you know many times as we're offering the information that we offer, you've had this experience in your own family units, your extended families, in your classrooms, um, you know, in your therapeutic clinics, that one person that has this unusual per- perception of um of individuals that, you know, have been perceived in one way, always kind of the odd man out for a little bit. But what's happening right now is all of that energy it appears like it's all being funneled toward you instead of away from you. The the energy is supporting your efforts, and it's supporting your efforts, and in that support there is an inner connection that's taking place so that we really begin to move into a state of, of oneness, really the same state of oneness that the children function in day in and day out. They know this. They know their interconnectedness, not just with other human beings, but with, with everything that is alive, with everything that is, is energy. And we're beginning to see the manifestation of that in our physical reality as this consciousness just builds and builds and builds so really fun to watch that it also um you know you all have you all have enough going on at a physical level in many ways and yet you are also these pioneers you are also these individuals who are are not simply choosing but know within the very fiber of your consciousness within the very fiber of your being that that what you hear in the mainstream consciousness is maybe fine for them, but it's not your experience or does not have to be your reality and As I'm watching this unfold, you know there is um there is a real strengthening, a real enlivening that may be taking place now. You may also feel a little bit of an uprising coming up in you, you know, we all have those moments where we ebb and flow. We're real excited about something. We we want to express it and, and get that information out there. And then, you know, life takes its course and there's a little bit of, of ebbing where we um, choose to be more introspective and kind of draw our energy in. You might be noticing as parents, professionals of these kids, that all of a sudden there might be a little bit of a fire happening again. There may be a little bit of a desire to express or to try again, you know, to say what you know to be true in your own personal experience. And, you know, nobody's saying that, you know, you're expressing that life is an absolute cakewalk, but the ability to see something from a different vantage point has has such an impact right now because those of you that that collective consciousness is right on the cusp i feel that the children the collective consciousness of the children almost in that state of anticipation almost in that state of come on come on come on come on we're just we're almost there let's go you know there's an excitement there's an exhilaration there's a movement There's a pulling force of energy that um, is becoming really exciting to them and also kind of creates this impetus within us to kind of go, oh, let's try again. Let's have the same conversation that we've been having for a really long time, but let's have it again and let's notice that now when we have it, There is a, um, there's an ability for this information to be heard. And it has nothing to do, our, our feeling and our ability to kind of sense that now's the time to express that has nothing to do with what we're seeing on the television. It has nothing to do with what is, the propaganda of the mass media, it has something to do with something that's rising up within us that just gives us the opportunity in any given moment, in any one-on-one interaction or any you know, kind of um, bigger audience kind of interaction, giving us the opportunity to just kind of say it again, just say what is in our own personal experience, and it's just enough of a different vantage point that it creates this amazing curiosity within the collective consciousness. And that curiosity really cannot be underestimated because that curiosity is what's allowing us to, to experience and to be guided to and directed to kind of higher aspects of who we are so we can't help but see the higher aspects of who the children are. As I watch them collectively right now, there is almost this energy of, mm, this is going to almost sound like a paradox, but there's an exhilaration in the energy and there is also like this settling in in the energy like like the whole frequency of that collective consciousness was just able to take a nice in breath and exhale and just settle in just a little bit more just a little bit more presence a little bit more awareness um a little bit more showing up or maybe even a little bit more Introspection, maybe a little bit more inward movement, um, just to gather themselves up in this new energy. So it's going to be fun to notice what you notice, but at the same time you're giving it another go. And maybe you've said, "I'm not talking about this anymore," or "I'm not going to try to share my vantage point anymore because it, you know it's not going anywhere," or whatever those frustrations are. It, here it comes again, you know, and we all ebb and flow with that kind of energy. So really fun to watch. Kids are very much responding to it. The collective consciousness is very much ready for it. The grid of consciousness that is created by the kids and what they bring as this kind of new technology of consciousness, it's it's not... Um, It's not whimsical anymore. It's not translucent anymore. It's taking on form and density. It literally is becoming matter within the collective consciousness. Um, And this this is exciting in this moment, but it's also exciting in the fact that once matter really starts to settle into the collective consciousness, there becomes kind of a mass awakening. There becomes a mass awareness where various individuals and most likely, you know, people just like you listening to this episode, all of a sudden there's a piece of the puzzle that you didn't know you had. There's a piece of awareness that, quite frankly, was dormant within you as well and really couldn't rise to the surface until the collective consciousness was able to kind of handle the new band of energy or the new influx of information that you would be offering. And so here all of a sudden, here it is, you know, something's rising up within you and there's an awareness, oh, I do know. I do know about my child and I do have that feeling that sense that awareness and it's no longer just a feeling or a sense now it's uh you know what i can articulate that i can actually express what my um experience is of my child and that experience is yes different and yet that experience can be heard now which is very interesting when i was um when i was Taking part in that interview, um, we did a little segment after the interview that was kind of like a, a bonus piece. And the information that came for that bonus piece was very much a channeling, if you will. Um, I don't really call it that. Um, I believe that each one of us is a um, has a full spectrum of aspects of ourselves. You know, you all are connected to the collective consciousness of your children because that is an aspect of you as well that that new technology of consciousness that higher consciousness is you're drawing it forth you are you're grounding it in so many ways and so i feel that same way about my experience with that collective consciousness i feel like that is part of the aspects that make up you know, my experience, my bigger experience. So whether you want to call that channeling or something else, I don't know. But what was interesting to me is in that second segment, the bonus segment, there was an information stream that came through, and that information was in direct relationship to a question that Regina had asked. And the question that she asked was, she was very interested in the initial seeding of humanity you know what happened at the very beginning when 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 human beings became human beings and 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 where was where were where was the consciousness of the children um at that stage of the game and her question and curiosity which is a question i had not asked myself was you know, what role did did the consciousness of, you know, your children play at that time in history? And so I want to, I'm actually going to read you um, the information that came um, from the collective consciousness of the kids regarding that. And it also very much speaks to where we are today, where we are right now, and kind of what's Um, also coming in the future as our awareness of who we are. So it says, during the time that Regina speaks of, we were the overseers. In those days, our consciousness was collective and unmanifested. It was then that new technologies were seeded as possibilities and potentials, which is now being remembered and revealed. Humanity's psyche required maturation to assume the responsibility of this consciousness. We followed your progress from seeding to readiness and are now finally able to be with you in form as part of the great awakening. I mean, this, this, this is the part that always gets me so excited. The fact that these individuals can even be here, even partially integrated, is a huge piece of our awakening. It goes on to say, this phase of our work with you brings to light your own forgetfulness and perceived limitations. In many cases, you don't remember us because you have not fully remembered yourselves. In this phase of our incarnation, you see us as disconnected from self, broken, or limited. You see us in this way because you simply have not remembered the truth of who you are. Today is different. Today the collective consciousness celebrates our uniqueness and begins to understand our oneness. Today you see more of who you really are. Tomorrow you will see yourself as consciousness itself as the technology of creation. And in that time you and in that time we will be made fully manifest. You will see us as we have always been a gift and a support to who you really are, aware, not broken. We are truly one. So again, that information brought me right back to the awareness of how important information actually is and how important not only information is but the experience that 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 information brings or makes manifest. And we're really beginning to understand that as the creator beings that we are, that our focal point is is really important. Our focal point adds energy to what we focus on. And as we add energy to what we focus on, we we create that we make that manifest so so information if you will goes from a concept that a few of us have or an experience that few of us have that creates questions and curiosities and hmm i wonder i wonder if this could possibly be true and then that those concepts those curiosities become a consciousness and they become a consciousness first for a few people which you know we're having this discussion as that collective consciousness but then that collective consciousness grows and you know with 392 children participating in this type of work on this in this particular moment and that number increasing every time that number increases so does the the energy of the collective consciousness. So does the potential of that collective consciousness. So here we find ourselves in a collective that is now open, now ready to receive, now can hear the words that you all have been uttering probably for years, and yet here it is. And it's in those one-on-one interactions, it's in those small group interactions that this consciousness really reveals itself as being ready, being receptive. Even you know, extended family. All of a sudden, hmm, maybe there is something else going on here, and maybe there's just simply a curiosity that is um, is coming to the forefront. But as that consciousness grows, and that's where we are right now, that's where this this energetic grid, as far as from my visual perspective, is really starting to take form. There's a container for this information to be held in the collective consciousness. There's For a long time, we didn't have a reference point for seeing somebody who was having challenges at a physical level, we had no reference point for the fact that those challenges may be in the physical and may even be in the mental, but that there were other experiences that these individuals were having that were that were far from challenged, were far from um, any limitation. And we're just getting to this place within our collective consciousness that we kind of go, hmm, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what that actually means for us as a collective humanity. And even as I say, I wonder what that actually means for us as a collective humanity, the collective consciousness of the children is like, yay, here we are. And that's that Settling in. That's that opportunity to come a little bit closer to that human condition, to drop in and integrate a little bit further into that collective consciousness because that collective consciousness is open to receive. And so, again, you know, it'll be interesting to see what we notice as we move through the rest of 2012 and and on through the many years to come. But one of the things that is also very interesting to me is spending some time looking energetically at this new wave of children that are coming in, the ones that are, you know, a year old, the ones that are two years old, the ones that are just being born Um, at this stage of the game, and are also coming in, like your children did, very energetically sensitive, very energetically aware, in the process of attempting to integrate very high vibrational frequencies, this frequency that they planted at the very beginning of the human condition to begin with, and now they're wanting to be with us, in that experience they're wanting to show up and be present with us in that experience and all of a sudden that that energy is beginning to show up so for these new kids it's when i look at them and i watch their integration process it's really exciting because that integration process is very naturally going more smoothly because of everything that has come before all of this build up of consciousness is allowing these kids that are coming now who may ultimately end up with some type of quote unquote diagnosis as well yet yet their parents aren't buying into the stories of the physical body and the mental body their parents have a curiosity and a questioning that you absolutely helped to develop and continue to help to develop. And so now all of a sudden this integration process becomes a little easier and the kids being born at this time that have this kind of integration challenge, if you will, because of the frequency that they are, all of a sudden are able to express that a little bit more they have their own voice around it or will begin to have their own voice around it which absolutely works forwards and backwards it absolutely takes that information and and validates in some way your experience with your children and your knowing of your children and your children's experiences and as that collective consciousness builds on the ground running if you will in that physicality, that buildup of energy has a ripple effect out to all of the other children who've kind of come before and might have had a little bit more of a challenge because their sole purpose or their their choice in this experience was to very much, you know, kind of go and pave the way. But that energy ripples forwards and backwards. And so... What I'm also noticing is some some children who are older in age, but all of a sudden are just anchoring in in a different way or showing up at 12, 15, 20, where they hadn't shown up before. So again, never underestimating that, that ripple effect and never underestimating the fact that when we create a curiosity when we simply question um the reality of what is and when we request more information about what other possibilities might exist and other ways of viewing things what does what what does this mean in a much bigger picture the moment we start asking those questions of the universe, the whole universe opens up to share its experience with us. And that experience we're finding out right now is a much broader experience than we ever thought possible. It's happening for you all. It's happening for your children. It's happening for the collective consciousness. And so in this energy, before you get ready to to share yourself again and kind of put yourself out there one more time with your own awareness of your children, I would give yourself the opportunity to kind of go back inward and ask yourself some of those bigger questions again because I think you're going to get an even bigger piece of the puzzle, an even bigger piece of awareness than you may have had up to this point something is available now that was not available two weeks ago. And sometimes we get so in the routine of our daily lives and and experiencing life, quote, unquote, as it is, that sometimes we forget to step back and ask the question again. So this is a great reminder to do that. And also I'm very curious about what you all find out and know to be true because you stop and ask that question at this moment in time like i say you all are very much those forerunners and so there is information literally encoded in who you are it's it's information that your children have shared with you it's information and experiences that your children have brought to the surface with you. And that information, I believe, is getting ready to take another leap forward. So, again, paying attention to what you know to be true, asking for a little clarification of of what's beyond what you even know to be true, and then kind of going back and starting to offer that information, that perceptual difference that you have, so that that can really grow in the collective consciousness because every single people, person that shifts that awareness has an absolute benefit in the oneness of all that is. Your children get to be seen differently experienced differently, represented differently, simply because you have a conversation over tea with a friend who is seeing something one way and you see it a different way. So really giving yourselves the opportunity to kind of um inward first and then outward with this new clarification, this new awareness, Um, this new experience. And what I will also say is even hearing this information, even I can feel it in the energetic field of your collective consciousness, that your children will be responding in kind as well. All of a sudden your children can also begin to share insights and awarenesses with you that they couldn't share prior to asking these questions, prior to being aware of what's available in this particular moment. And so allow yourself the openness to receive what they have to offer you. And that may very well come as a telepathic communication, which you may or may not have had before. It may come as a very precise and direct single word that hasn't been heard before. It might come as simply a connection that is felt versus that is necessarily expressed that is just deeper in nature. You can feel it settling in both into the heart and into the solar plexus area. So really interesting to watch that. So in the next 15, 20 minutes or so, what I would like to do is spend a little bit of time doing um, a piece of integration work, Um, and in this case, you know, very much for you all, very much for you that have the voice to have this conversation again, but solidifying something within you, really allowing yourselves to know that that nothing goes unnoticed that your experience in your own little lives day in day out that you seem that you may see as separate and not having a huge impact on a world that sees things very differently than you do that has a huge impact and it is shifting consciousness with every single act with every single moment of curiosity and awareness so Let's spend just a few minutes here really solidifying that energy and um noticing so that you really have the opportunity to notice that that solidness in your energy over the next month's time. so if everybody will go ahead and just find yourself comfortable, give yourself permission. Even if your kids are close by, to just relax. Relax into the awareness that, wow, something may be shifting. And just feel the presence of your own children. And not only your own children, but the collective consciousness of these children and what they bring. Feel it just settling, feel it becoming solid. Feeling that your experience matters. Your perceptual reality of your experience matters significantly in the awakening of human consciousness. Not to be underestimated. So if you will move into your heart energy for a moment. And almost as if there was a sphere around you of the collective consciousness of the children, that place where these children know exactly what they're doing, how they're doing it, their soul-level experience, if you will, or their dimensional-level experience. And just find yourself breathing into your heart and out to that experience, and then breathing it back into your heart and out to that experience. really beginning to create a loop in your consciousness. It's like looping yours with theirs and receiving it in the heart, receiving it through the love that you are so that that interaction can be processed with ease and grace and a whole lot of appreciation for your choice point in this lifetime to be the guardians that you are of a new consciousness that is moment by moment, step by step, tiny step sometimes by tiny step, integrating into form, matter, making itself matter. So if we go right into that heart energy again, let's just expand that heart energy with this tone. Here we go. For those of you who can see that grid or have a sense of that grid around you, you might notice what the bumping up of this heart energy does to the solidification of that grid space that consciousness here we go <gasps> inhale and exhale and we're going to go right into your nervous system right into your central nervous system so you live day in and day out with a higher level of consciousness it it fries the nerves after a period of time and yet the very frying of the that nervous system, if you will, that frying of the way things are, quote-unquote, supposed to be, the belief systems, all of that that gets dismantled simply because you have the children in your experience that you have is the very thing that allows something new to be rebuilt. So let's do a little bit of a fortification, a little bit of a clearing of some of the um experiences that that you no longer need to hold on to. Some of the things that may have been in your own growth and awareness have been a little bit of a challenge and maybe Sometimes as you see something coming down the pike, something new, you relate it directly back to that old challenge. But we're not in that old energy right now. We're not in that old moment. We're in this moment. And there's possibilities and potentials in this moment that didn't exist in those moments that you are, quote, unquote, reminding yourself of. Um, so let's go into just a little bit of a uh, release. Giving yourself permission to release those experiences, those belief systems, that awareness, that defense or, or protection that simply doesn't serve you in this particular moment, in this moment of collective awakening. So whatever that energy is for you, let's have a little conversation with it. We'll move it out with a tone. We'll collect it up. Here we go. So... Omoi ketai yeah yeah yessa mou tada mayou wekai yeah meki aissee omoi mam okomeki yai so nice inhale and exhale let's simply loosen all of that up so we can collect it up here we go somo koi kaike matai and exhale and anything that you've seen kind of unravel separate from this current now moment that which no longer serves you just allowing it to be gathered up in a sphere of your own higher consciousness in a sphere of that energy that soul energy that knows exactly what you're doing in any given moment, that knows exactly why you're doing what you do in any given moment, and allowing that energy to be collected up in that sphere and just allow it to drift in the vastness of your own being. And you are vast. But just allow it to drift until you notice it neutralize, transmute, simply disappear in the vastness. And giving yourself permission to use this process with all of those little thoughts that kind of come to the surface every now and again that don't serve you and you know they don't serve you in the moment, giving yourself permission just to place that in a sphere as well. Absolutely can do this on the fly. And absolutely every time you do create a choice point like that, you also create a possibility and potential within the collective choice point. A new way of seeing self, a new way of seeing the kids and what they bring. There you go. Tata no moike. Sata te Okay, samoike tata yesam. Just nice inhale and exhale again. Breathe it right into the heart and let it go all the way out to that fear of consciousness around you. Beautiful. So let's go right into your own nervous system. You all are energetically sensitive as well, and you've become more so having had the day in, day out experience of these high vibe kids in your physical reality. So let's move right into your central nervous system. And just like we do for the kids sometimes, adding that blue color, adding the presence of that nice, cool blue energy as it gives you permission to relax, as it gives you permission to cool off some of the triggers that are inevitable when your system is as raw as it can be when you're going through such an extreme growth spurt. So, allowing that blue energy is almost like it comes in through the head and allow it to really fill up the head. Let it release the tension in the neck and move down over the shoulders let it Let that blue energy almost create a slipperiness, so the weight of the world. On your shoulders simply slips, drifts, drifts off. And allowing that beautiful blue energy just to kind of cascade down your arms and across your hands and literally drip out of the fingertips. A nice inhale and exhale, drawing that blue energy right into the throat. All of that restriction and tension in the throat. Can I say it? Can't I say it? Am I allowed to express my awareness? Should I not express my awareness? All of that doubt. Just allowing it to be cooled, neutralized. and allowing that energy just to cascade down into the heart, across the chest, finding a rhythm in the heart, and moving that energy right down into the solar plexus, Pulling off, empowering, neutralizing this power struggle. This internal power struggle. That constant question, should I work harder? Should I be doing more? What's next? Just releasing that power struggle. Coming right into the moment knowing the moment absolutely in its perfection, where your awareness is keen, where your response in the moment becomes a huge choice point. And allowing that blue energy to really saturate, penetrate that solar plexus almost filling it up to an opaque kind of color, thick. And then with a nice inhale and exhale, allowing that blue energy to go right down into the sacral area. Like, ah, you can relax in the body. Permission granted to relax in the body. And guess what happens to your kids as you relax in the body. Same thing happens for them. Ah, it's just a relief. And as we gather that blue energy up and move it right into the root, send that calm, send that clarity, send that cool energy. Forward and backward in your own family history. Let it be received to the degree that it can be received by your genealogy. Also, really relieving the kids of some of the responsibility as they work to really bring everything into the now moment. There we go. And allowing this blue energy now to really, again, saturate, fill up, become opaque and thick in the root chakra. Before you take a nice inhale and exhale, and move that blue energy right down beautifully through the legs, down into the calves, in through the ankles. Allow that blue energy to move right out, right down into the feet, all those points in the feet that are sore, simply because you're constantly attempting to ground a reality that many others haven't attempted to ground yet. It's literally pressure points in the feet. Those reflexology points that are related to so many of the organs in your body, to the central nervous system itself, allowing those to be really saturated in this blue color as you allow that blue right to come right out the toes. Beautiful. And let's just create this one last tone to solidify, make matter, this release. This release into the now moment where all of these possibilities and potentials are available and where you hold in your own awareness, in your own experience, the opportunity for those to unfold just by having had the experience and by inviting the awareness that's to come in this moment so here we go some work on the make camp okay Sita hakia make Nice inhale and exhale. And just feel the relief. Feel the presence of your children or the children. Notice that that presence is not above you, but maybe eye-to-eye level with you. And just really enjoy that moment as you begin to move the body around a little bit. Stretch the body. Allow movement. Allow fluidity into the moment. As you stretch and bend. There you go. And feeling this energy one more time making it matter, making it real, and taking three nice inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhalation, breathing your eyes open, allowing yourself to feel present and grounded and relaxed, very much in your pure presence in this moment. Open to what's available in this moment. There you go. Hmm. Big smiles. Hmm. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed not only with seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for the Autismism certification process. You will also find information about our Boston event, which is coming up um, on July 6th through the 8th. So that would be a great opportunity for everybody. So I hope to see people there for that as well. You can also register your children for the energy work offered here by simply going to susymillercom forward slash register kids. Let me also remind you that there are, is a new product in the Awakening Zone store. It's called Tuning In Again, Volume 2, and features five of the world's most prominent channelers who are also Awakening Zone hosts. Joanette Crowley, messages from White Eagle, Christine Day, messenger from the Pleiadians, Pepper Lewis for Gaia, Meg Blackburn-Losey for The Masters, and Dee Wallace for Universal Truth. This is an interview-style information where each question is the one that you would like to ask if you could sit down and chat with these amazing women. Tuning in again, Volume 1, is also available, featuring Lee Carroll, Jeff Hoppy, Steve Rother, and Jim Self. Please get yours today in the Awakening Zone store. Your purchase of this program helps programs like Pure Presence stay on the air and free of charge. Coming up next on The Awakening Zone, there will be no live shows tomorrow, so it's a great time to catch up on your archives or maybe this Tuning In Again series. On Sunday at 11, it's Time it's Time of Creation in Polish by Vipala and Ivano Verkos. And on Monday at 1 is The D-Spot with Dream Doctor Kelly Sullivan Walden. Just a reminder, we will be in Boston July 6th through the 8th at a live event. I hope to see you there. You can also visit Guy M. TV for my latest interview with Regina Meredith, if that's of interest. And please join me again for another episode of Peer Presence all about the kids on July 27th. Peer Presence Aligning to Self is coming up on July 6th. Until next time, please have a wonderful weekend and many blessings. Been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. beyond. century and beyond.